Behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater, and here is your host, Lisa Condon, along with Ashley Prince. Why, good morning to everybody. We're also here with Livy Scanlon, special treat for us, and she is going to let us know what is happening over at THT Rep and the Brick Box, because it has been quite a fall, hasn't it? Hi, yes, thanks for having me. This is Livy, and it has indeed been a bit of a marathon. It's been a blast. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I want to say that Macbeth was amazing. We talked about that a little bit before, but you have been performing to live audiences, students as well as adults, with Poe Doubleheader, a whole new take on the Poe Doubleheader that you did a couple years ago. Tell us. Tell us all about it. Yeah, a couple years ago, we sort of invented this um, solo show that features two Edgar Allan Poe short stories, and we performed it for socially distant audiences because that's of course what was needed at the time but now we can perform it for fully seated audiences so uh we are running it for one week only and uh had the first public show last night i have another one tonight at 7:30, and one more tomorrow at 7:30. and there are a few tickets left um although it's selling really well which is very encouraging that it's a popular offering so oh. Come on down and check it out if you are available tonight or tomorrow. Absolutely. And tell people where they can get tickets because there are some limited seats still available. Yeah, sure. The link is thehanovertheater.org slash Poe, P-O-E. And that's easy to remember. Yeah. I also love it because we had a chance to catch up yesterday, and you have been getting so much just praise and rave reviews about the atmosphere and the theater that um, THT Rep is producing. And didn't you have a friend that came from the eastern part of the states and was um, saying some pretty cool things? I'd love for you to share that. Sure, I did. Yes, I had a colleague who manages and runs a theater in Cambridge, um, and she was very impressed with the size of our audience on a on a Wednesday night for our production of Macbeth that uh, ran earlier in the month. And she remarked that um, it was unusually full and that even her own theater is usually not that full on a Wednesday night, despite it, you know, having a longer history than, than ours. So it's, it's just so encouraging that people in Worcester are embracing the opportunity to see professional live theater through Hanover theater rep at the brick box. It's just a really, really uh, cool thing to be a part of. It really is a cool thing to be a part of. And if people already have plans for this weekend, you do have a couple more shows coming up to round out the season. Just want to give people a sneak peek as far as what you have in mind? Yeah, totally. So we'll take a little uh, break from the stage after Poe because we'll be going back to doing planning and pre-production work because in March we will do um, a staged reading of The Crucible by Arthur Miller Um, doing a little bit of an experiment, trying that play with an all-female cast. So women will be playing the men's roles as well as the women's roles. And um, I'm curious to see how that works. It's sort of like a little bit of a research project to see if that's something we would want to produce in full. Uh, So that will be in March. And then in May, we'll have our, our final offering of the season. It's a party performance event. It's called The Marvelous Party and it is um, part party, part performance. So uh, it's inspired by a, uh, and it, it features a poem by the British comedian and playwright Noel Coward um, called I've Been to a Marvelous Party. 
and it features the performance of that poem mashed up with musical numbers from musical theater and pop and rock and beyond. So it should be a cool thing. That is so fun. And honestly, I hadn't heard of the Marvelous Party before, and I'm just curious, is it is it a changing um, mashup, or can you give us any other hints yeah. about that? Yeah. It's not, you haven't probably heard of it because it's just something that I made up, and I, uh, I produced it with my previous theater company that I managed in Boston and Cambridge. And, yeah, it is sort of at the discretion of the creative team what music to mash up with the poetry and uh you know last time around when i produced this we had numbers by whitney houston and sia and uh some musical theater numbers and you know i'll be working with a different team this time around to decide what we want to do in 2022 it's so fun and it is so rewarding like you said to be involved with just on and my part a small behind the scenes piece of what you're doing but i love the insight you're giving us as far as what it takes to actually produce so it's interesting i think not just to me but to others that first you're doing the staged reading and you're doing some research and tell us about that and when we might be able to see a full production yeah totally so i'll be working with you lisa and ashley and the rest of our team at the hanover to determine what we want to put on stage next year. So like fall of 2023 into spring of 2024. And the lead time on that, I really describe it to people that producing theater is sort of like planning a wedding. (laughs) You usually need like 12 to 18 months of plan time. Um, So (laughs) So not uh, a good idea, not a good idea to elope when you're thinking of (laughs) a production. You don't want to rush this. Okay. Exactly. Right. Right. It's like planning a wedding. (laughs) It it takes sort of the same amount of time to, you know, gather your creative team and, you know, get, make your schedule and make all your marketing materials and, you know, get it all into place and do all the contracts and just, you know, everything that goes into, you know, supporting a, a, a production behind the scenes. So, you know, we will probably, the the goal is to announce a 23-24 season around the time that we do the Crucible staged reading. So that gives people a sense of, you know, there's a a lot of work and a a, a long life cycle to what ends up being just, you know, a few weeks on stage. Absolutely. I just want to hop in here real quick. I I just want to say that THT Rep has also been crushing it with the student matinees. Our Poe Doubleheader and Mac uh, student matinees did sell out. We had a wait list. Um, So I think that that work is incredible. And uh, you had some really great students this week coming to see Poe, and you said the reactions were fantastic. Absolutely. The students are a total blast. I love performing for students. Um, I'm actually walking to the JMAC right now to perform for students. Uh, Poe is great for all ages, but I do think he really starts to capture the imagination of people in like middle school, high school age. So to perform these pieces for people at that stage in their life who are so game and so willing and eager to, you know, hoot and holler and, and, and sort of react out loud and let themselves be scared. It's just so much fun. I love it. I absolutely love it. So, 
Liv, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know people are obviously interested in what's happening at THT Rep. And, again, get your tickets soon. There's only a couple more performances tonight and tomorrow, and then we're off to the holidays. So, Liv, anything else you want to let our audiences know? No, just thanks to folks who have come on down to check out Hanover Theater Rep. And if you haven't yet, please do. Um, you can learn about the initiative at hanovertheater.org slash THTREP. And again, if you want tickets to see the Edgar Allan Poe doubleheader tonight, it's hanovertheater.org slash Poe, P-O-E. Perfect. You have a fantastic day. Break a leg, and we'll be talking to you soon. Everybody Thanks, else, you're welcome. Everybody else, stay tuned. We'll be back after this quick break. Behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater with Lisa Condon and Ashley Prince. Hey, gang. Welcome back. Hey, hey. I just want to quickly say that I was at Poe last night um, with a friend of mine who had never been to the Brick Box before, and they loved it. They loved everything. They loved the whole experience. They were a big fan of Poe back in high school, and it was just like they were – ranting and raving about it on our walk back to the uh the main building after the show um so again i can't say enough like this is a really great experience especially especially for the halloween weekend that we are all about to have um oh that's awesome and you want to know something i'm glad you brought that up because it is such a unique space it's not just a unique space in the brick box theater itself but i love the pop-up and i love that people can go to the jmac and view the art on display there free of charge any time that the building is open. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Um, and I think I was kind of thinking about this before, and I had made a few posts about it before, but if you wanted to have a Hanover Theater-inspired Halloween costume, Ooh. I think it's a really great show to get your inspo, especially for, um, like, the, the cask of Amontillado. Um, yeah. the, the mask and lantern combo is... <laughs> pretty easy would probably be a hit at any costume party um but we also have the nutcracker coming up so i mean that has so many options obviously the nutcracker um but you know the big angels or um the 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 rat king is a really great option too i think that would be pretty great um or you know the snow queen and snow king if you're going for a couple's costume kind of vibe i think that would be more than excellent um, I also think that because we have Mania this weekend, if you wanted to go for an ABBA vibe, incredible, <laughs> iconic, so easy to put together. Absolutely. It's funny. I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, oh, I was originally going to go to Mania, the ABBA tribute, and I have seen them before. Super fun. Their costumes are amazing, as we had talked with um, the the woman from the band. But what a great thing to do on Halloween weekend, period, because people are going to be dressing up, and that is Saturday night at 8 p.m. Yeah, and it's our our Franklin Square Society recognition night, and I know that they were encouraged to wear, um, you know, special (laughs) ABBA-inspired outfits. So I'm really excited to see all the pictures that we're about to be tagged in. Oh, absolutely. And I happen to know for a fact that at least one person is wearing a gown. Wow. <laughs> You'll have to go to see who it's gonna be. I know. It's it's really it's it's really great. I love the the energy that everyone brings to special events like this. Um and you know, our Franklin Square Society is really it's really great. Um and if you wanted to learn more, you know, definitely check that out on our website. 
Um, I think that the Franklin Square Society and our like our membership program is really great. Um, our full our full subscriber um, has concluded, but we still are doing flex packages, which which is great. So if you're looking to get more out of your experience at the Hanover Theater, these are always really great options. Absolutely, and I think that we do owe it to everybody just to remind people that Disney's Aladdin has been postponed, not canceled, but postponed. I know that they're working out the schedule for it to come in the spring, and we have not been able to announce those dates yet, but we hope to be able to do that hopefully at the beginning of next week. Yeah, um, but in the meantime, if you're looking for something to do with your family or maybe even little ones, we do have cookies and tea on November 6th. And I know people are really, really excited for that to come back because we didn't end up hosting cookies and tea last year. Um, And obviously we weren't hosting it throughout the pandemic, Um, but it is finally going to be back. And I have been told that it isn't just Clara that will be joining the tea party this year, which I think is really exciting. Absolutely. Tell us more. Tell us more. Okay. So this year's cookies and tea will include Clara, the Nutcracker, who is a Ooh. student this year, um, a Spanish solo- soloist, a sugar plum fairy, uh, flowers, and the rat queen. That is so super fun. And are people able to take photos with the different characters? They are, uh, and you you can enter to win a pair of Clara's magical point shoes, which I think is really, really sweet every year that they do it. Um, it, it really is a very special program, and, you know, maybe maybe the littles aren't quite ready for the whole ballet, but it, it is a really great introduction, um, and it is a really a fun, interactive way to get them, you know, into the arts a little more. Right, and does Clara read The Nutcracker? She does indeed. Uh, so I think I think it's a very you know it's so it's just a very sweet sweet um, you know uh, event. Um, very so cool. I I highly encourage uh, and all the photos every year that I see they're just so cute. So um, if you're looking for something to do on uh, November sixth, there are um, you know multiple options for time, and you only need to get tickets for. Um, the little ones, adults do not need a ticket because they're just observing, observing the event. Um, so I think it's, you know, a really great, quick and affordable, you know, way to uh, have a fun weekend. Absolutely. And this year, you know, Claire is not doing the rounds at the library. I know in the past, you know, pre-pandemic, we were able to send our Claras out into the community, but things Things change, and the availability really isn't there with schedules, but this is a great way, like you said, to really interact with Clara and now other members of the cast and get your character photos. It's like going to Disney, but better because it's here in Worcester. And cheaper. (laughs) Way cheaper. (laughs) And you'll definitely be home in time for the afternoon nap if that's what you need. Oh, for sure. That that, (laughs) must. Um, but I also want to add in um, that this weekend, if you if you don't know, now you know, um, that Exhibit This is being presented by the Hanover Theater Conservatory's Youth Acting Company at the Worcester Art Museum in the Renaissance Court. Um, so this will be uh, held on Saturday at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Um, and performances are free with museum admissions. 
very Carol, important detail there. Also really great. And the youth acting company performances every year are just like so well received. Um, and I think it's really exciting that this is in a different venue and a different space. Um, and you're kind of getting like a, a, a fun, like extra, you know, you're not just getting the performance, but you're also in this lovely museum. So you can take in all the exhibits and stuff before or after. Oh, and the Worcester Art Museum is absolutely gorgeous. If you haven't been there before, highly recommend it. So tickets or entry is through their website or at the door when you go to the museum. Yes. Uh, if you want to learn more um, about exhibit this, you know, it's, it's a collection of, uh, of plays and monologues, um, and really the, the artwork, uh, you can't see, but I'm doing air quotes, um, but paintings and sculptures and antiquities and fertility gods emerge from their molds and frames, and, uh, you know, the art comes to life. It's a very night at the museum <laughs> kind, of, kind of vibe. Um, oh, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, I am, it never ceases to amaze me how Megan and the whole education team really pull it together, working with the students, not just with the youth acting company, but YSB, to put something together so fast, and it comes out so well. Yeah, and consistently. I mean, it's, it's great every year. Um, so I would highly encourage, if you're looking for something to do, again, on Halloween, it is a very fun, very exciting Halloween. Um, so this is on Saturday. The performances will be held at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. Um, so you don't want to miss it. Oh, perfect. All right. And then we get into November with uh, the Historic and Architectural Tour. I'm sorry. Ashley, you're going to have to take it from here. It sounds like my voice is, like, dying. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> we're just so excited about everything that's happening here uh, that we're talking ourselves hoarse. Um, but, you know, November, uh, like I said, cookies and tea with Clara and friends from the Nutcracker will be on, here on November 6th. Incredible. Um, we have the Historic and Architectural Tour of the Theater on November 8th. And again, that's free to members and subscribers. I'm not sure that everyone really knows that we have some really great benefits. Again, when you're looking to get more out of your experience at the theater, um, you know, membership is a really great option. Oh, um, absolutely. And I have to say, I'm proud to be a member. And a lot of people are like, oh, why, do, why are you a member of the theater? You work there and all the rest. And that's exactly why I do like to support the theater, because we are a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to making the arts accessible for all. And I think that that's really important, and I'm proud to support it. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think I just want to touch on really quickly while we're talking about memberships and, and you know, being a subscriber, uh, yes. I think that our Team, our Hanover Theater team does a really great job with customer service. And so I would like to just remind everyone that if you are buying tickets um, for anything at the Hanover Theater, you always want to make sure that you're purchasing from the HanoverTheater.org because no one is going to take care of you as well as our team does. Um, and, you know, I, I get messages sometimes of people, you know, purchasing from the wrong site or buying from a reseller and realizing that they've overspent or that we can't, you know, we can't reach them with communications when a show gets, when we have to release, you know, important information about a show. So it's always very important that you're working directly through us because I promise you <laughs> it is so much better and you'll have a way, like a, a much better experience than any third party will offer. 
That is absolutely true. Great reminder. Thank you. <laughs> um, but also in November, uh, while we're, you know, looking ahead, we have Warren Miller's 73rd annual film, Daymaker. Um, that's always really fun. I don't know if everyone's, you know, ready to really think about winter. Uh, but it is a really, it is a really cool experience, um, especially if you're into sports. Um, you know, the, the skill that all of these, um, you know, athletes have, I I just want to say I would be <laughs> I would be on my side in the snow just <laughs> I, would not I know be able to I know anything the, that they are capable of. Well, the scenery is breathtaking. It really is, and the snowboarders and the skiers, the things that they do are death-defying, honestly. So it's it's great to to just be able to experience that at the Hanover Theater. It's one of the very few films that we do each year, and we're really excited to continue working with um, Warren Miller's organization on these awesome ski adventure movies. For sure, and it looks like we just have one minute left. So the rest of November, we have Get the Let Out, Kevin James, The Nutcracker, um, and, you know, I think that everyone's going to have a really great holiday season with everything ahead. So if you're looking to buy tickets, go to the HanoverTheater.org. Theater sells with an R-E. Perfect. Okay, everybody, have a great day. Stay healthy, and we'll talk to you next week on Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. <laughs>